What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back to the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube for the latest episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, Phil Milani joins the show. We'll give our thoughts on Sunday's Super Bowl and look ahead to the Combine this year. All that and more coming up. Joining me here in the Broncos podcast studio for today's episode of Broncos Now is fellow team reporter Phil Milani. Phil, thanks for joining the show. Sid, Welcome back. Good to be on. Thank yeah, you very much. We missed you last week. I know. Of course, we had Eric on, but yeah, missed you as well. well. That's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Phil, how are we doing? Are you have you recovered good. from Super Bowl Sunday yet? Yeah, what a crazy game. I know um, it really I, was slow in the beginning, but Broncos fans probably uh, cheering for the 49ers, of course, but uh, I think that at this point. You, I think it's okay to just kind of uh, resign, be resigned to the fact that look, M Patrick Mahomes is amazing, yeah. and like uh, let's just appreciate some of the amazing things that you know take place. I think yeah. with like any player like him who's really great, there's like a period of time where you're like, I hate this guy. They're not as good as the everybody thinks they are. They are right. Then at some point, you just kind of cross a threshold, and you're just like, all right, this guy's amazing. He's amazing. We're <laughs> just gonna have to deal with this, and um, let's just like appreciate what he's right. doing i guess for, refute, for what it is yeah you can't refute yeah. his ability at all exactly yeah and now you know uh, i think it's kind of like um similar thing happened with uh, nikola Jokic. i think in the nba where yeah. like people were like denying his greatness for a long long time then he wins you know the finals last year and then you're like okay he's amazing and right. let's just like accept it it's now. just what it is what same it is. kind of thing yeah. i think with Mahomes now where now he's like clearly like He's in the top three, I think, of uh, quarterbacks all time already. Definitely. He's only 28 years old. And, like, uh, the pairing of him and Andy Reid together seemed to be, like, mm -hmm. a, a perfect marriage. So, um, yeah, I mean, it sucks that he plays for the Chiefs. But, uh, you know, uh, it, it's um, no, no, there's no denying the fact that he's amazing. For so. sure. And it's fun to watch him play, too. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, like, entertaining at the end. It was. Uh, you know, so. Yeah, it came down yes. to the wire there. I think the 49ers had some missed opportunities early, but uh, did yeah. it nearly kill you, Phil, to see John Elway hand the Lombardi like off? They did that. Yeah, why did they have to do that? I, I think this is interesting. I think it would be better uh, for everybody involved mm -hmm. if, like, they had a former legend from each team sort of on hand there yeah. to be able to walk the deliver the trophy. I you agree. Know? Like, did you see at the beginning where they were doing some of the intros where, like, Jerry Rice did the video, right. Tony Gonzalez did the video? Mm -hmm. Similar thing, I think, to, to deliver that. the trophy, yeah. you know, because it, it might have been cool for John to be able to do that with the 49ers and John Lynch was there, right. you know, and their buddies and stuff. But, for the uh, Chiefs? Yeah, I just, yeah. oh my gosh. And I know Chiefs fans were relishing in that. and For like sure. I know Broncos fans that. were mad. And yeah, and it's just kind of, uh, that kind of sucked at the end there. Yeah. I don't like that. But, I don't uh, know that I like that put either. John in an uncomfortable spot too. So For I, sure. whatever. I, <laughs> I just all around. I, uh, the second the game was over, I just turned off the TV. So yeah. See, I like <laughs> yeah. watching the, the trophy presentation and everything. I just turned it, yeah, I turned it I off. Understandably though. Yeah. But Usher was great. Usher I, was really good. I give him I, a Time was awesome. I it thought it really was. Yeah, Alicia Keys with the that oh piano gosh. was amazing. She, yeah. yeah, that was really Her cool. outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Ludacris came on. Luda um, came so out. many people. Uh, definitely, I hit my demo, you know, and I'm like, oh, am I getting old now? <laughs> no, super, I know all of them. the halftime show is it targeting me, but uh, yes, I thought I thought it was cool. I put on the roller skates. I thought it was I know. cool. I thought that was cool too. And so. the the. Um, ground kind of moved with yeah. them too so yeah, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was cool yeah i thought that was yeah. really cool i give it a solid 
eight and a half out of ten. I think. Yeah, I thought it that was, was good. really good. I think people at first were like, "Oh, why Usher? Like, what is you know he hasn't right. put anything out in a while." Yeah, but uh, I was like, "He's a great performer." I think he's about so, to drop a new album here soon. Yeah, or like yeah. An, a residency too in yeah. Vegas or something. So Some, yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're right. He's got to be like he, one of the top five dancers of all time too. All time. He's a so great. Performer. He's amazing dancer. So. Yeah. yeah, I thought the performance was really cool. I thought so too. It was fun to watch, and that I think that Super Bowl was the most ever or the the most televised event ever. Yeah, most watched event. Most uh, watched. I think yeah. it, in the U.S., it was only behind the moon landing mm. in the U.S. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, yeah. really well, good really. for CBS. Yeah, it was fun to yeah. watch. Well, Phil, yeah. looking back on the week prior to Sunday, um, we saw that head coach Sean Payton. He kind of made his rounds at Radio Row yeah. in Las Vegas. I know yeah. he was on Kay Adams' show up in Adams, too. Oh, yeah. Um, just talking rounds. about yep, talking about the offseason, talking about the draft, the combine, the free agency coming up, all of that. I know he talked about how draft meetings are starting here um, on Monday, which was yesterday, and just kind of gearing Gearing all that yeah. up, getting ready for all that. So. Oh, you know, I think that it, when the Super Bowl ends, it's kind of like, okay, it, that season, the 2023 season is over, like sort of officially now. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, anytime Sean talks uh, to anybody, you, you're sort of paying attention mm-hmm. to just see what he has to say. And this is going to be a busy offseason, I think, for the Broncos. Yeah. Fell short of their goal last year. So I think anytime you're in that situation, you're always saying, okay, there's going to be changes. You got to, you know, make some moves here to get better certainly um you know all the attention this offseason is going to be on the quarterback position but you know this team has other things that they need to accomplish this offseason as well and you know the combine is coming up in a couple of weeks Sid, and they got to be prepared and get ready you know to make sure that they make the most of that week there um certainly interviewing players and knowing what you're looking for and just uh i think having a better idea of what what the goals are for this offseason you know that that's certainly underway now for the Broncos Mm -hmm. and the college bowl games are all over you know and so now you can really start getting ready for the combine and so much takes place that week you know the whole NFL world sort of gathers in Indianapolis they kind of gather at the Super Bowl location and then um, you know a couple of weeks later at the combine so uh, certainly going to be a busy off season for the Broncos uh, uh, now as uh, the, the past season is in the past now you can turn all your sights to uh, the combine and the draft and free agency. And yeah, it, it never stops. It never stops. Yeah, I know there's been so much talk, so many rumors about whether the Broncos are going to trade up, trade back, oh, if they're going to yeah, pick a 12. Gosh. But, you know, Sean was even asked about that too. And he said, hey, we're not getting swept up in all the talk. Yeah, yeah, I need to evaluate. I need to do my own evaluation first. It, that always happens, especially with the quarterbacks during the draft process. It, like Just mm-hmm. like these guys get talked about so much yeah. ad nauseum. And then all of a sudden, guys where you're like, oh, like say, for example, like Michael Penix, uh, the Washington quarterback. Right. Like after the college football semifinal people were saying okay he's not even going to make it through halfway through the first round right then he doesn't have the greatest championship game and then after the senior ball now people are like oh he's certainly not a first rounder Mm -hmm. so like okay he's still the same player do you know what i mean so like how did he go from from yeah exactly so i think that like you could just ride this wave and get caught Mm -hmm. up in it and 
just get a little bit out of control, I think. Um, and I think for the Broncos, and having a guy like Sean, who's been in the league for so long, helps. Yeah. Having a guy like George Payton in mm -hmm. there, too, with him. I mean, uh, you could tell just by talking to George, he's just so level. You yeah. know, he, he's not an emotional, like, up and down kind of a person. Right. So I think that's important that you trust what your scouts have been doing all season. You trust the game film that you watch. You trust what you know in meaning in the meetings, and if you fall in love with a player during that time, right. I think it's important to like stick to your stick convictions. To you. Mm -hmm. you I know, agree, and and be like, no, I gotta trust the people who are in my building. Trust what I've seen, not get caught up in this wave because. Especially the quarterbacks in the first round, people just go on this roller coaster and they could, you could go crazy. I remember the year Baker Mayfield came out, like uh, all of a sudden he became like the obvious number one choice. One choice right. When like the whole lead up to the draft, it was Sam Darnold. So mm -hmm. like there's just all these kind of crazy moves, and uh, I think you can get caught up in all, uh, in what the media is saying. Definitely. This team's training up. This team's not training up. I think. I will say the thing that's exciting about Sean is mm -hmm. that you never really know that's true. what he's going to do, you yeah. know. So much in the past with the with New Orleans, with the Saints, right. he's moved up. moved up. Last year, the Broncos moved up to take Marvin Mims. So mm -hmm. with the Broncos sitting at 12, you're like, okay, if they really wanted to go up, they might be able to do swing that. So, yeah. like, nothing's ever off the table, I think. True. So it's just an exciting time and especially with somebody like sean who you know likes to mix things up oh, yeah. add a little spice to you know the keeps mix things interesting. Yeah, yeah exactly so that that kind of keeps everybody on their toes but yeah you can get caught up in in too much of the media yeah. circus i think i agree well phil talking about the combine i know it's only what less than two weeks away mm -hmm. at this point now and i know you're going to be there in indianapolis oh yeah what are you most looking forward to well what the nfl put out the list of i think it's like 300 and 21 invites oh yep all the prospects you know. so i uh, you know uh, i think that came out today he said yep. so uh you, there's gonna be a lot of players there i think that more than anything though the first like day and a half of the combine when all the gms and all mm -hmm. the coaches talk right. you learn some little tidbits here and there what what kind of decisions they're going to be making with regard to free agency mm -hmm. little tidbits come out here and there i'm always interested to learn about that especially Definitely. teams like in key spots in the draft or with with some big free agency moves coming up mm -hmm. i think that you're paying attention to see what other teams are saying what your team is saying. You know, I think Sean's going to meet the media there. George will meet the media. So you like, you kind of learn some little things because it's, it's the first like official press conference they've had since the end of the season pressers. Right. So, which was um, a month and a half ago. Yeah, point. exactly. So you kind of learn a little bit through that process. Right. And then I think for the teams, you, I don't know. It's always hard to know how much stock you put into what you're seeing out on the field. Yeah. Uh, people call it like what the underwear Olympics, you know, they're just <laughs> out there just uh, playing against air. Yeah. You know, they don't have pat. It's not real right. football, not you know? Right. And I always think the interesting for, thing for quarterbacks, some quarterbacks are like, I'm not throwing at the combine mm -hmm. because they don't have the timing with the people who they're throwing to. For sure. It's sort of like a laboratory, you know, right. where some of them might say, okay, I'm going to 
wait until my pro day. day. I'm going to throw it to receivers I, yeah. I'm comfortable with. Which I think that's smart. Smart. Yeah. But then on the other side, you might want a quarterback who's got that competitive spirit who says, I don't care who I'm throwing to. I, I could get the job done. A very valid I, point. I could go out there and I could sling it around. It doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter. Give me the football and I'll show up and I, I can play wherever, right. with whoever, whatever. Uh, so there's always like a Good balance point. there of like, what what do you do as a prospect, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and then I think that the meeting rooms are so important because really important. there's so much more that goes into being a good football player than just, sure. you know, your 40 time or whatever. Definitely. I think fans get caught up in the 40 time a little bit too much. To me, as long as you hit the benchmarks for your position, as long as you're athletic enough, enough. If you're a good football player and you're athletic enough, mm -hmm. then you're going to make it in this league. So uh, I, agree. I, I I don't know how much stock you put into that, but I think the meeting times, it's hard because that even is such a controlled space too where, okay, they've been working with their agents. Okay, if they ask you this, this is what you say. This, if, this right. is what you, if they ask you this, this is what you do. Mm -hmm. But I think good teams can find a way to get – the prospects off balance a right. little bit, and then you Get learn them in something. their natural element. Exactly. Yeah. And somebody like Sean, too, I think is really good at that, where, yeah. you know, I think that he can ask some good questions and then kind of just get them more comfortable, more relaxed, get to know them, Definitely. the real player. And I think that, that that part is important, too. Yeah, I completely agree. Phil, you mentioned it earlier. NFL announced uh, their list of prospects that are going to be at the Combine. Anyone specifically that you want to see, that you well, want to hear from him? I think the first thing I always do is, like, put in, okay, which buffs are going to be there. Yeah, Only fair. one buff, Xavier Weaver, mm -hmm. uh, the wide receiver. Wide receiver, uh, yeah. Or Xavier Weaver. So I, I, so he, the only, <laughs> that's my only buff there, uh, Sid. So, um, oh, that's kind of a bummer. Oh, that'll change next year, I think. I think uh, so, too. That'll change next year. But um, so that's the first thing I do. And then I think. I mean, it's sort of set up for just see the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks you know what I mean? I sure. think that's what you want to do. So see if they who if they throw, if they don't throw, what yeah. what their sort of uh, what their goals what are going to be there. Yeah. So, and then you know those top wide receivers in the draft. You know what what are their forty times going to be? What are mm -hmm. they going to be able to do? And then I always think about the players who aren't invited. You know, I tend to think, okay, gosh, there's definitely there's some so really many. good football players mm -hmm. who did not get invited to the combine. Like I remember Philip Lindsay didn't get invited to the combine. Right. And, you know, that just starts that process of developing that chip that on chip. your shoulder, mm -hmm. you know, and then they, they are like, okay, I'm going to go all out on my pro day. Right. So, um, you know, I always think about those players who didn't get invited. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a couple of guys who didn't get, didn't make it that are going to be good NFL players. So absolutely, uh, that's what I, I sort of always think about it like that. Well, there's so much coming up, Phil. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to the Combine and the rest of the offseason here as it kicks off now yeah. that the end of the NFL season is officially over. Yeah, most definitely. I think it's a uh, it's a time where, you know, there's a lot of buzz and mm -hmm. what's going to happen with free agency. The NFL has really done an amazing job of making Great it job. a year-round yeah, sport. Yeah, I And so, agree. like, you know, Combine in other sports is, like, not a big deal, but it's a big right. deal for the NFL. For sure. You know, Everything's and then free agency the and the draft, and it's just yeah. a lot of lead-up. And, uh, you know, I think for the Broncos, there's some big decisions that need mm -hmm. to be made. And so players in in the building 
uh, free agents and draft. You know, Absolutely. you heard Sean talk about that, just that this is the process where you got to evaluate all Everyone. these different things. And uh, especially when you fall short of your goal, you know, I think the Broncos really wanted to make the playoffs last year. A lot of disappointment for mm -hmm. the way that the season ended, especially after that five-game winning, winning streak. streak. So yeah. I think that, uh, you know, when the season doesn't end the way you want it to, you're excited to get back to work and say, Absolutely. okay, let's get working on this. Let's get back to back yeah. to it to, to make next year better. So uh, that, that before we know it, the players are going to be back in the building. Yeah. It always goes by so, so fast. Yeah, exactly. So the process uh, underway here. Well, Phil, appreciate you joining the show today. Thanks, appreciate your Ed. insight. Always fun. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll meet you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube next week for another episode. We'll see you all then.